Let's go. Welcome to your live chat for this week's 3M Open. It's ownership. It's projections. It's question and answer. It's whatever you want. Time's yours. Time's yours. For like 13 years, all I heard Andy Reid ever say at every press conference was, time's yours. Every single time. It's in my brain. I can't stop thinking about it. Throw your questions in the chat. While you're there, hit the like button. That goes a long way. Thank you. Also, this is brought to you by Jock Market. We have an 8.15 p.m. Eastern Time Power Hour tonight where we're giving away money. You should be there. It's awesome. It's all things stock market DFS. Let's jump into the questions. Let's go. Uh, Kyle says, any love for the NCAA guys? Pac, Quaid, Ekrot, etc. Thanks. Not particularly. I think that Ekrot uh, is the most interesting. He has... You know, he has, um, they all have very little data, but he, for whatever reason, was very, very noisy in my uh, tournament predictor projections. My sit, like what I sim the tournament 1,000 times. He was very noisy, and it's because he has very few rounds and all that stuff. But um, I, I think I would prefer him the most, but no, I'm not giving. Too much love for any one of those guys. Scott is on top of it because he knows I didn't do sleepers this week. And he says, who are the sleepers for the 3M Open? Let's just get right to it, Scott. Let's just get down to business. Um, I think if I made a sleepers video this week, it probably would have looked something like I would have had to include um, Hank Lebiota, which by the way, this is rickrungood.com. Everything you see is rickrungood.com. You should subscribe. Have a good time. I would have had to include Lebiota because he is probably... At least $500 mispriced. Um, I, I think he's going to be fairly popular, 18%. So I'm not sure he's going to be a sleeper, but this price kind of pushes him into that range. Uh, Mito Pereira probably would have made that list as well. 1.1% projected ownership, getting much better each and every week. Probably would have included... Cam Champ would have been in there, an opportunity to maybe get him early. Um, there, his outright number is all over the place, which is a really good sign that odds makers have no idea what to do with him. That is good for us. So it probably would have been Cam Champ. It probably would have been uh, Satoshi again, Kadaira, he's 6,500. And then maybe, actually, maybe not, depending on how, what time I would have recorded it, Norman Zhang might have made an, made an appearance. He's $6,300. Uh, we can probably talk about him later. I see that there are questions about him, so I'll save that. New job, says unknown. Weekly team meetings at 3 p.m. Eastern every Wednesday. Come on, man. If I would have known that, I would have rejected the offer. Have a great show. I mean, it's not too late to quit, right? Just quit and find a new job. That's unacceptable. It's unacceptable behavior. I appreciate you checking in. Graham says, hey, Rick, I'm a bit concerned about Mavericks approach play this week. Can we take a look at Mavs T to green play the past 24 rounds? Let's go. Let's go to Maverick McNeely on the, the uh, profile here. What do we got? T to green in the last 24. He's been pretty good. He's gaining about three quarters of a stroke per round. Uh, here he is. So his last 24 rounds are probably 4, 8, 12, 16. It's probably back to Wells Fargo. So he was uh, a small gainer at the Wells Fargo. He was a zero at the PGA Championship. And then he's been, I mean, he's been pretty good in, in recently. I wouldn't be that concerned about it. If you want to see it uh, actually round by round, I mean, I can fire that up for you too, Graham. I'm not, I'm not scared. I'm not scared to fire this up for you. I'm ready to rock and roll. I played golf this morning. I'm ready. T to green. He has lost. So one, two, three four, five. He's gained in four of his last five. No, that's not true. Three of his last five and he was a zero. Four of his last seven, five of his last eight. He's pretty good. Tita Green. I don't think you should be that worried about it. <clears throat> the Iceman. 
the Iceman. Hey there, Rick. I'm struggling a little bit in my one and done and looking at either Bubba or Pat and Kazire. Yikes. Um, yeah, so I'm actually kind of cool with both of those guys. I think the answer is probably, it, it probably has to be Bubba. Bubba is um, objectively the better golfer. He's been playing pretty good recently. Uh, didn't go over to the Open Championship. Not that, that Kazire did either, but this is, I think this is going to be a pretty good golf course for him. So I think the answer has to be Bubba, uh, but I don't mind Kazire. So just do what your heart says. If, if, if you want to play one over the other, go for it. I don't think it's, I think it's close enough for you to just make a, an opinion decision. Hey, Rick, you did well last week. Should we take into account the results from Barbasol? Uh, and it's scary rostering guys who played the open championship or will they be wired thoughts? Yeah. So in general, this is, um, it's an interesting week and it's going to be, it's going to be a player by player basis for the guys that came back from the open championship. Some might be really gassed. Some might not like the time change. Some might not mind. So it's going to be hard to kind of rule out all of those guys. I do think the guys that played well at Barbasol, listen, you know, you got to go low at Barbasol. Uh, you might have to go pretty low here. Guys that are playing well, who got to stay in the States, who got to stay on the regular kind of PGA tour circuit. I do think it's valuable. There's a couple of guys, Luke list, um, who played well last week, even Charles Schwartzel. And that's right. Charles Schwartzel, uh, Mito, right? I guess Mito didn't play. No, Mito played last week, didn't he? Yeah, he played Barbasol last week. Um, I think that's all pretty interesting. So I can't rule off everybody. The one thing I want to note, Patrick Reed missed the cut last week. If you go to Patrick Reed's uh, golfer profile here, <clears throat> excuse me, that's something in my throat. Um, last four results after a missed cut. Fifth at the Memorial, sixth at the Wells Fargo, 22nd at the Players. He won the Farmers off of a missed cut. I don't know if it's a thing or not. I'm just pointing it out. Uh, usually he does not stay down very long. Can you do a deep dive into John Pock and Norm Zhang? Um, yeah, so I can do my best. I mean, these guys don't, like there's not that much to dive on, right? Because they don't have a lot of, of, of data and we're just going off of potentially, you know, the few rounds that we have. So here's, here's John Pock. Uh, since he made his debut at Palmetto, he has not missed a, or he has not made a cut, excuse me. And the ball striking numbers are getting better, but they're still not very good. He lost six, then he lost two, then he was a zero. Then he gained 1.3 at the Barbasol last week. Um, the short game continues to be troublesome. I'm, I'm not ready to do John Pock yet. Um, I'll do Norman Zhang in a second because this one is running, running out. Oh no. Hybrid gave me a super chat. So I have to, I have to answer it. But he's, oh God. He says, hi, Rick. Can you please tell me who the best guys are avoiding the water in windy conditions? I'll take my answer off air. Thanks. Uh, hybrid, thank you very much for the super chat. You know how to push my buttons and I appreciate it. Um, speaking of Norman Zhang. So uh, there's a lot of questions about Norman Zhang in here because I, I know a lot of you guys know I played with him uh, about two months ago at TPC Summerlin. So I got to see him up close. Now, I've got a lot of DMs. I've got a lot of messages. Like, can I actually play? I don't even know if I have any rounds on him. He probably, he's probably not even in the database. He's not. Um, he, here's what I know. He's unbelievably good at golf compared to me. Uh, but there are probably 10,000 guys in the world that I'd be like, holy crap, this guy's absolutely flushing it. He was awesome when I played with him. He has a pedigree. He was the Haskins winner, right? Best college player. He was on all these illustrious teams with Colin Morikawa and all these, all these top players. And it hasn't worked out for him as a professional. 
Um, I'm not sure that we should really be treating him any different than um, any other guy who does not have status on the PGA tour or the, or the corn fairy um, who, who Monday qualified. We probably shouldn't be treating many different. I will personally treat him different. I will roster him because I like the guy. I want him to succeed. I hope he makes the cut. I'm, I'm thrilled for it. I'm, I'm dying for him. I hope he does. But from this from this side of it, it would be it would be pretty hard to endorse him as like a, a single entry play. Uh, if you're playing 150 lineups and you wanted to have him in three, you're probably overweight on the field. Like, let's 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 be real here. Whoa, what is this? Oh, Justin, you don't have to do this. So I, I appreciate this, Justin. So Justin sent a big super chat and said your portion from some recent wins on the site. First of all, you guys do not have to do that um, because I don't send you money when you lose. And I don't, I do not intend to, but I appreciate it, Justin. It's, it's, it's very, it's very generous of you. And you ask, who do I like for first round leader this week? So um, a couple ways I like to do that. I like to go, let's go more recent and let's do since the start of like 2018. So we have a big enough sample size. Let's look at round one leaders and we'll see if we can find some of these guys. Uh, thank you very much. So here, here's what you can do. I mean, the big names at the top are always kind of, um, I mean, they're good in every round, right? They're good in round one, two, three, four, whatever. So we're kind of looking for some, some, some deeper names, in my opinion. Mark Hubbard's kind of interesting, right? Mark Hubbard uh, is gaining over a stroke per round in 51 first rounds. That's pretty good. Are, am I looking at his? Let me just make sure I'm looking at his uh, round by round, his first round stuff here. Since the start of 2018. Mark Hubbard. Here he is. 51 rounds. I just want to make sure I'm looking at this right. Okay, I am. Yeah, he has not lost strokes in an opening round in six straight. And he has not, he's only lost strokes once in his last nine opening rounds. That's pretty interesting. I would not have expected to see his name there. I wouldn't mind Hubbard. Uh, but then you got to kind of look at some of these volatile guys, right, Justin? So. Oh boy. Um, let's get rid of first rounds because I want to just kind of go by a little bit of volatility here. Chris Kirk. Chris Kirk's pretty volatile. Um, Brant Snedeker's very volatile. I wouldn't mind any of those guys, but Hubbard was the most surprising one. Again, thank you for the super chat. It is completely unnecessary, um, but I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Hey, Rick, two winners at the 3M have the letter M at the start of their name. Michael Thompson, Matt Wolf. Will Mito be the third? Yes, absolutely. No doubt about it. Perfect analysis. Thank you, Brian. Brandon Hagee is having the best year of his PGA Tour career. Do you think this is a fluke or has he found something and we should be betting him? You know what? I kind of thought he it was fool's gold, uh, but let's let's take another look. It's very good off the tee or at least can be very good off the tee. The putter has saved him recently. The approach game still scares me. I think this is more fool's gold than, than not. I think he's good, but I, I, I'm not sure this is a sustainable run for him. Do you know the easiest way to find fairway percentage, green percentage, driving distance by tournament, wanting to look at Wolf and Thompson here at 3M the past couple of years? Uh, I can probably add that to the database. Um, I'll add it to my list. Rick, you mentioned that you have a newsletter, correct? I can't find where to sign up anywhere on the Rick Run Good site. Help, please. Well, that's probably my fault. I should probably put it on the Rick Run Good site. Um, two things. The link should be in the description, so you can go sign up there. And, oh, look, there's the banner. RickRunGood.com. Sorry, that's not right. RickRunGood.substack.com. 
Full disclosure, I didn't do one this week. The week after a major championship, especially one on an eight-hour time difference, is insanely grueling. So I took the week off from sleepers, from fades, and from the run good rundown, but I'll be back next week. For my one and done, I only have five weeks left. I still have Dustin Johnson. Um, is there a better tournament to hold DJ for? What about what about Memphis? I actually don't know his history at Memphis. I guess we could look it up. I just added this little feature, so I hope it works. It's going to be really embarrassing if this doesn't work on camera. So let me try WGC. Uh, I want this one. I want Memphis. You could play him at Memphis, right? I, I don't know. I, I don't know what the state of his game is, and getting four guaranteed rounds is kind of imp- appealing. That's the only other place I'd probably play him. Or, I mean, you could hold him for the Northern Trust. Didn't he just is, didn't he scorch TPC Boston last year? Watching Poston and Seamus battle it out on Sunday was awesome. Which two golfers battle it out this week? Um, it is definitely going to be uh, Emiliano Grillo and Patton Kazire. You heard it here first. Usti feels like a classic trap. I agree. Have you had any luck predicting traps with the data or is it purely a gut thing? Well, uh, you can kind of do it like this. One of the things that is kind of, I mean, pretty data-driven is this is the most expensive Louis ever been on DraftKings. And it's probably the shortest odds he's ever been. I haven't confirmed that, but I'm pretty sure about it. Um, I, I, I just don't feel the need to, this is buying high, right? You want to buy low, sell high. Buying Louis at the highest price he's ever been, or really any golfer for that matter, at the highest price they, they'd ever bid, is probably not ideal. And Louis's very good. You can wait a couple of weeks. So it's just, he might play well. He's having an unbelievable year. You could argue he's having a top three or four year on the PGA Tour, but he, I'm not going to buy it at, at its highest price. I don't know. Rick, love the content. Thank you. In an outright betting market, are there any two better values with actual win equity than Sergio and Champ? 35 to one and 131 respectively. Completely agree with you on champ. The fact that champ in some places is 80 and some places is 150 tells you that there's value there and the books have no idea what's going on. Um, Sergio is kind of interesting, although I am uh, at about the same price. I am a, a hair partial to Bubba. So I think Bubba is also like in that 35 to one range. And he has, I thought my walkie talkie was going off. Maybe I'm just hearing things. Um, He's got back-to-back top 20s. He's playing well. He's actually, his results are actually better. Or actually, he's actually played better than these results kind of indicate because he kind of punted it away on a couple of Sundays. So um, I, I think I like Bubba a little bit better. Hi, Rick. <laughs> My wife said you're going to have to clarify the walkie-talkie thing. I don't walk around with a walkie-talkie or like I don't keep one in my desk drawer. It's my Apple Watch has the walkie-talkie feature and that's how sometimes I contact my wife in the same house. It's weird. And I thought I heard the, I thought she was trying to get a hold of me. Oh boy. Hey Rick, in a 150 max entry contest, would having Cameron Tringali as the highest place price player in your player pool be a mistake? Mm, good question. I'd normally be fine fading Louis, Finau, Sergio, and Wolf. That's fine. Reed scares me a little bit. DJ scares me a little bit. The only thing I worry about with Tringale, and I know this is kind of a tired narrative, but you know he has earned more money than anybody on the PGA Tour without a win, which is also a great compliment, right? 
But see, everybody can't win until they do. I don't think it's a mistake. I think it's okay. I'm not thrilled about it, but I think it's okay because you're, in my opinion, I don't have a, I don't have a problem fading like four of the guys ahead of him. Hello, Mr. Gaiman. Close on the spelling. Was wondering if you could help me decide between JT, JP Poston and Hank Labiaoda. Rolf. My goodness. You were close. I get the point. Um, I think you have to go with Hammer and Hank. JT is, I mean, he's a putting specialist. Um, so, like, is he going to do it again after Barbasol, an event that he probably should have won, like, pretty easily? Uh, I would, I would be very impressed if he did go with hammer and Hank. <clears throat> I feel like McIntyre is getting slept on. I agree with you. Uh, he is a little bit more volatile than a lot of these other guys, uh, for the price that you're trying to pay, but yes, he is raw talent. If you look at this, so it's not, he doesn't have as many events, but if, if you guys ever notice this DK gains column, that's how many drafts Kings points he gains to the field on average. He's bonkers. He gains on average 20 more uh, than the field average. He shows up in big spots. He plays well. <clears throat> has the formula for the custom model changed any since the preview video or has it stayed about the same? Oh, boy. <clears throat> um, it's a good question. We can we can run another one. But while that's loading, let me do this. Let me tell you about Jock Market because uh, Jock Market not only sponsors this video, but the partnership that uh i've been able to build with them has been has been great i believe in this product it's stock market dfs you have probably seen versions of this in the past and people have failed because they couldn't pull off the execution jock market has pulled off the execution so right now until about nine o'clock eastern time tonight you can bid on shares of golfers with real dollars yes you can also there's a free contest that where you can use chips and win real money. Um, and then as the event goes on, depending on their finishing position or where they're going, you can buy and sell in the midst of the tournament it is the perfect thing to do during the event. It fills a huge void left in this space. I really enjoy it. If you look at the data on rickrungood.com, you can see that last week, Morikawa was $7 and 46 cents at IPO. He paid out the full $25 a share for winning Spieth who did not cash an outright ticket, made you a ton of money in the jock market because he was $9 in IPO and finished at $20. Um, use the code Rick. It'll get you a $50 deposit bonus if you if you sign up. And we're giving away $100 tonight in the power hour. And I'm absolutely stoked about it. Let's run another formula or a model. Let's run another model. So I don't remember what I did on Monday, but if I was doing it right now, I would probably go tw last 24 rounds. And I think what I would do is I would do a blended strokes gained uh, total, but I would really, really, I think off the tee and off the tee and approach are, are, are gaining on me this week. Um, I would probably go there. The other thing is, and I hate this stat, but I get it. This course, I think is the second highest rate of shots from 175 to 200. And you guys know how I feel about that. I think it's kind of flawed, but, but. I'll throw it in there. So that's, I'll put uh, 15 on that. So that gives me 60, 75. It gives me 25 left. I will do 10 on putting, 10 around the green. That wraps up my blended uh, thing. Strokes gain total. And then you know what? I'll just do, I have five left. Five's not really going to move the needle much. So I'll put it on, I'll put it back on putting. So it's going to be 15 on putting. And the results would be, Oh boy. No, I refuse. I refuse to accept the results of this. Keegan Bradley, number one, Hank Lee Biota, number two, Louis Estes in three, 
Stanley four, Vegas five, list six, Gim seven, McNeely eight, Reed nine, Sink ten. Oh, mama. Oh, mama. We are worried about that. With an emphasis on iron play, how does Sink fare against the likes of McNeely and Herbert? Well, um, what time frame would you like to go with? So we can go over to, there's a million different ways you can do this, but um, let's go to the Holy Grail. Let's just do since the start of 2021. And who do you want? McNeely, Herbert probably doesn't have enough rounds. McNeely, Herbert, and Sink. I'm assuming Sink blows these guys away on approach. Yeah, he does. Now they only have 13 rounds, 14 rounds, and seven rounds, but Stuart Sink by far better. Oh, sorry, not round one. Sorry, that could have been ugly. I knew those rounds weren't measuring up. Still Stuart Sink uh, way better. The only positive player, actually. And he's probably near the top of the field. Um, Let's see. Can Grillo make 20 birdies this week? Interesting question. I might have that information. Not like can he or will he, but... um. Yeah, so let's do this. Let's go do Grillo. Grillo, sorry. Sort by birdies. He has made 20 or more birdies. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12, 13 times. So yes, he can. Let's see. Middle one and done. Deciding between Finau, Louie, DJ, or Bubba, kind of pretty dependent on the rest of your schedule, all that other stuff. Like, are you doing the tour championship? Are you using starting strokes? All that stuff. It's really dependent on that, Zach, at this point. But, um, God, I mean, I would play Bubba and save DJ. That's what I would do. I think that's right. Any worries at all about Johnny Vegas? Uh, He's going to Tokyo after the 3M. Um, No, I guess not because if he's here, he wants to play and he's taking it seriously. I would be more worried about what his potential ownership is going to be, 21%. I like Vegas, not that much. Would you make lineups that avoid players from the open entirely? No. Let's get this money, Rick. I agree. What do you think of Rogers versus Post in minus 112? Well, good thing I have a tool for that. Rogers versus Poston. I cannot imagine Poston. I'd be shocked if he played well this week. That's me. That's me. It's just me. Rogers. Let's see. Uh, if we do since the start of 2021, that's kind of my default. You can change this to whatever you want. I have Rogers winning this 52% of the time, minus 110, which is basically what you're getting. So you should probably not bet it. Ooh, we haven't had a Bronson Burgoon question in about a year. So I, I must, I must fulfill this request on Bronson Burgoon. I have no idea what he's been up to. Well, he's missed four out of his last five cuts. He finished 53rd at the Barbasol, which is probably the weakest field of the year. Good news is he gained five from T to green. Oh boy. I wish I could find some positives here. I cannot. Sorry, Kevin. Any surprises with high ownership? I mean, Vegas, I guess. I mean, I knew he was going to be highly owned, but uh, it's a lot. Finau at 25 is kind of shocking, right? Like, just go get DJ. What are you guys doing? Just go get DJ. 
Or like, I don't, I don't, what, what's the female love? Cause he finally played well at the open championship and we don't even know how he did it. Cause we don't have the, the metrics. I like female. I'm going to play him a lot later, but not at 10,700. So that was kind of surprising. Um, the rest of this looks kind of good. Vegas is the big surprise for me. Hey, Rick, I'm coming to you with a very, a very budget Vince Whaley, Wes Roach. Yeah, I saw that. So let's look at Wes Roach. Um, I also think he's doing it in a way that I like. Let me just confirm that before I tell you that. All right. So here we go. Wes Roach has made one, two, three, four, five, six cuts in a row. He has gained strokes on approach in three straight. He's gained strokes, excuse me. He's gained strokes off the tee in three straight. He has gained strokes on approach in three of his last four. And the only one he lost on, he lost 0.05, which is not that much of a concern. He has a volatile putter. I'm cool with this hybrid. I'm cool with it. Fire it up. Good luck. Can we get a deep dive on our boy, Joel Damon? Sure. You know, Joel Damon, is he actually your boy or is he just like everybody's boy? Okay, so unfortunately, we don't have the strokes gain numbers. The RNA don't share them for the Open Championship. He finished 46. So I don't know how he did it. Um, good news. Four out of his last five, he's gained strokes on approach. Four out of his last five, he's gained strokes off the tee. He's fixed the putter a little bit. Yeah, let's go. That's cool. That's a good trend, Dan. I'm cool with that. Will Kyle Stanley finally putt? History says no. Oh my God, Kyle. He lost seven strokes putting at the John Deere. Lost two, lost three, lost one, lost one, lost two. Gained four at the Valspar, finished 39th. What a dork. Um, I No, history says no. Uh, no, I don't have any reservations about guys going to the Olympics because if they are here, they need it or want it. Uh. Can you do a deep dive on Lucas Herbert? Yeah, I'm still in on Lucas Herbert, right? Missed the cut at the Open Championship, but now, so now you could say four out of his last five are uh, top 20 finishes. Obviously a much weaker field. I'm cool with that. <clears throat> High dollar GPP. Need a good play. Last in 7,500 to 8,500. That's a pretty big range you gave me, so I appreciate that. 85 is Herbert. 75 is... Damon Stricker, Merritt, Vegas. Oh, man. Just like straight up my favorite play. I mean, I think the most mispriced guy is Libiota, but you might already have him. I'm, again, partial to Mito, who I will go down with the ship on, um, or List, one of those guys. I think they're all fine. Saw you early. Saw you. <laughs> saw earlier vid in which you showed a graph describing lucky putting versus unlucky putting, which is better for this week and DFS, lucky or unlucky? Um, unluckiest. So I'll show you what he's talking about. So it's on the trends page. It's called breakout candidates. Uh, you want to be in the green section. You want to be in double green. Good tee to green, unlucky putting. The red section, that's the bad stuff. Red, red is bad. One good, one green and one red, that's like, okay. Um, but the idea is if you're up here in the upper left-hand quadrant in green, green, you are hitting it better or you're hitting it well from T to green and you are below your own putting baseline, not below zero because Keegan could be putting to 
a zero, and that's a significant improvement. That's why he could pop up here. So you want to be unlucky because it's unlikely that continues. Rick, my man, pots and pans. Click that thumbs up. I agree. Leading a one and done by 1.4 million. The leader has, I'm confused. Lead used DJ and Oost. Okay, I don't know. I'm feeling Tringale here. Could you do a side-by-side with Reed and Finau? Very confused by your question, but yes, I will. Let's do this. So let's just do strokes gained uh, by tournament. Clear this out. We'll do Finau. Who? Finau, Reed, and Tringale. I bet you Tringale is a lot better than you think he is, and I bet you Reed's a lot better than than you think he is. So this is since the start of 2021. Yeah, Reed is gaining nearly a stroke and a half, 1.4. Tringale, 1.2. That's really, really good. Finau, less than one. So Tringale's been really good without winning. Reed has that win. He's a bit more volatile. So if you want someone consistent, you should probably go with Tringale. If you go with someone with a little bit more upside, you should probably roll with Patrick Reed. I'll be at the tournament Sunday. Any recommended holes to watch? Uh, First of all, enjoy it. Uh, what's the, what's the drivable par for seven, six or seven, something like that. That would be a pretty cool place to be. Also, uh, here's the dirty little secret. Walk backwards, walk 18, 17, 16, 15. You get there before the crowds start moving. If you walk with the big groups, you are doing it wrong. Let me tell you that. Uh, and then you get to see everybody. Who's the winning? What's the winning way to play the 200 this week? Uh, I guess that's pretty open to interpretation. I would say it is um, fading Finau and Vegas, which doesn't even really feel that hard to do. They probably go one, two, but <laughs> that's probably the path. Um, let's see. Love the content, Rick. Every week. Oh, you demand. Thank you. Uh, Ricky or Keegan for last man in. Oh my God. That is dangerous. I guess Ricky. I don't know, man. I thought I thought Keegan was turning the, the page. I thought he had fixed the putter. I no longer think that. I'm worried he's back into regular Keegan range. So I guess just give me Fowler. I'm a little bit, I'm a little bit more optimistic on that. Rick felt a fifth in my one and done. Should I go with Chalk Tringale or someone less popular? Uh, I don't know how many people. Fifth out of like a thousand would be really, really good. Fifth out of 10, you should probably go with someone less popular. So it's kind of hard to say. Is there a way to see recent results for the whole field over the last five or 10 tournaments, Ryan? You know this. It's on the cheat sheet. Recent events, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11, 12. Oh, or do you want to see like, Everybody in the field, like last five or 10, well, you could always go to the lineup builder and do, you can't do tournaments, but you could do rounds. So you could say last 24 rounds and then give me strokes, sort by strokes gain total. Oh, wow. Louis Ustay is in number one. Hank Lebiota, number two. Oh, Patrick Reed, number three. Yeah, that makes sense. So whew. no sleepers video this week. Correct, Mike. Uh, I went through sleepers at the top. Taking it easy the week after a major championship. Appreciate your patience. A lot of questions about Bubba. I already answered the sleepers question. 
I'm not as excited about Stricker as I am or as I, as I was maybe for his last two PGA tour starts. So we saw him at the PGA championship. He made the cut. Um, you know, you could argue that Kiowa was a place that rewarded being in the fairway, because if you were not in the fairway, you were really just at the mercy of the course. And John Deere is a place that he has just absolutely dominated. So you expect him to have success there. I'm not sure this is all that great of a fit for him. I I'm, I'm not as optimistic this time around. I I'm, I just don't see it. Can I get three penny stock guys to finish top 30 in jock market? Interesting. I will sort penny stock guys down here. So Cam Champ could be interesting. I don't know what he's going to go for tonight. Um, but I can tell you, historically, he has gone for about $3.44. I mean, would you? I mean, Norman Zhang will probably go completely overlooked. And if he makes the cut, he's going to probably make you a lot of money. The other one would be, I guess I'd go back to Kadira again. I would probably go back to Kadira again and you could sell me on West Roach for, for, um, for penny stock purposes. You could sell me on that. Yeah, I think that's right. I have Mito at like 1.1%. Oh, woof. Jay-Z. Yo, my main man, Rick, tell me about that Duff Daddy. Looking like he's hitting it real good lately. I agree, Jay. The problem that you're going to run into, of course, Mr. Hove, is that uh, his putter is essentially my putter. He is so horrible, and I can't even spell his name, so horrible with the flat stick. Look at this. Look at this. Does he ever gain strokes? Ever, ever, ever? If this was, um, okay, you know when you play simulator golf, Jay? And you have like, you know, the gimme's on nine feet or like 12 feet. If we were playing that, Duffner would, would win them all. Unfortunately, we are not. Libio to ownership. I have him at, oh, what did I say? 18-ish, I think. Um, yeah, 18. Thoughts on Tway? Okay, I forgot about Tway. Yeah, I actually don't mind Tway at all. Um, he, I liked him on Monday. I'll show you Tway real quick because I probably have not given him the time that he deserves this week. Four straight cuts, looking good off the tee, putter starting to come around, short game pretty good. I, I, I like Tway. I don't mind that. One bit. Good job. <clears throat> D. Owen, sorry, I just saw this. D. Owens with a super chat. Thank you. KH Lee and seven hundred dollars left over. Oh, I love that idea. Or Cam Champ and two hundred. I'd probably still go Cam Champ. I do like the idea of leaving seven hundred on the table, but two hundred is enough. And there, you really, you really might be, um, getting Champ early, which is kind of scary. Scary. You know, a model is scary when DJ doesn't even crack the top ten. I agree. You know what's also crazy? DJ hasn't been that good. So if you run. If you just run um, everybody in this field since the start of 2021, DJ's behind Grillo, Keegan, Mito, he has less rounds, Kirk, Tringale. That's just this field. If you open up to everybody, DJ is point. Okay, so he's at 0.92. I mean, he's behind. I mean, Sungjae is great. Zalatoris, Cam Smith. Coke rack have all been better. Like, yeah, it is, it is crazy. Any love for the kazoo open? 
Um, you can go check out the cheat sheet on rickrungood.com for the kazoo open kazoo. Is that how it's pronounced? Here it is. Matt Wallace, number one player. Have fun. Have you, there's like 900 Mito questions. Yes. I've discussed Mito. Yes. I like him. This is kind of a good question. Any players you like on the FedEx bubble? Um, I don't have the standings in front of me, but this is definitely something to keep an eye out on because, and I know this is pretty narrative based, but um, literally now every shot counts. And we have a situation where the guys who are on the bubble probably only have three events. They probably have this one. They have uh, Barracuda and they have Wyndham. Like that's it because they're not going to get into WGC and we have an Olympic Olympics coming up next week. So yeah, you have to worry about, I think they might grind for the cut. I think, I think, I think you should be considering this not super, super, super much, super much, but, um, you should consider it. Who are the top five current made cut streaks at the three M? Oh, in the three M got it. Um, I would have to pull that for you. I don't know off the top of my head. Do you play jock market like DFS by picking six players? No, Larry, you don't. You can have a portfolio as big or as small as you like, or you can have um, as little money in the in the market or as much as you want. Some guys spend thousands of dollars and buy shares of 40 golfers. Some guys buy one share of one golfer and see how that goes. So you can be in for $2, you can be in for $2,000, and you decide how many people you get. For single entry, can you win without picking the winner? Say DJ wins and you can't work him into a lineup because, uh, I mean, technically, yes, it's probably not going to happen. What else you would need to do is like, you would need like players two through six to be in your lineup and all of them be low owned and maybe have made an Eagle. Like it's just, it's pretty unlikely. You've mentioned champ a few times. Is it just volatility or is he showing something? All right. You guys deserve, you guys deserve the explanation on this. So I don't know the answer, but what I do know is um, I'd rather try to snatch him early. He's been horrible. And then he had this quote where he said, uh, after missing five straight cuts, I'm, I'm playing the best golf of my life. And I chuckled and I was like, that's, it's just not true, but he might be thinking that he is. And he might be confident enough. What I like about him is, when a golfer leans into their weapon, like he did at John Deere gaining over six strokes off the tee, that's generally a very good sign. When you have a weapon to rely on, you're dangerous, especially because his is an absolute elite weapon. Um, when you lose your weapon, the rest of your game, it's so much stress on the rest of your game. So my hope is, here's a guy who played well on his last start, used his weapon, and was okay everywhere else. Now he gets to do it again in a weaker field. And he's like one of the few guys who has multiple wins on the PGA tour. I'm just trying to catch him early. I, I, he, he is just as likely to finish dead last as he is to win this golf tournament. But I, I think it's interesting. Oh, Zach, I missed this super chat. My bad. One and done. Bubba DJ Finau last final two weeks. I'm second and the leader has JT for the final week. Okay. So final week is what? the WGC need a big hit. Now think Bubba is the answer leader has DJ available too. So he's probably just going to go DJ JT. 
which would be pretty smart, I guess, because then he gets DJ, who's the favorite, and then he gets JT, who in a no-cut event is going to make him some money no matter what. Yeah, you have to go with Bubba. Good luck. Great info, Rick. One and done, five events left, leaning to Libiota, but have Reed and Bubba available. Like, Listen, I like Libiota. He's mispriced for DFS purposes, but you should probably be pl- playing Reed or Bubba. Um, it's a, it's a vacuum. You have to be playing, you have to be playing one of those guys. And I would probably just go with Reed. Most of my lineups have two or 3000 left over. Good or bad idea. Good. We go in Kadira. Yep. We are indeed. Rick, can you settle an argument? I'm always around to settle a good argument. All right, let's see what we have here. Do you know if a majority of U.S.-based players that played in the Open last week would go home for a day or two, or would they travel straight from the U.K. to the 3M Open? Uh, Maybe I'm not the guy to settle this debate. I would say they went right to the 3M Open. I'm not sure why they would go home for a day, especially depending where they were, because if you left... Because if you left sun, if you left Sunday night uh, from England and then went to Florida to fly out Monday afternoon, I don't, I can't imagine. I, I would assume they go right there. Hey Rick, can you do a head-to-head of Sync versus Kazire? I'm a man of the people. Of course I can. Sync. Kazire. Sink has to destroy this, right? Yeah. 65% Stuart Sink, minus 187. He's having a great year. No love for merit. Went to college in Minnesota for two years. Um, Rewind 365 days and be like, that question would have been, any love for EVR? He went to college at Minnesota. And it's like, it is what it is. You got to play good golf. I did hear about the greens, but I can't remember what I heard. Um, that they're fast, I think. Thir- 12 or 13 on the stimp? I'll have to find out. I'll see if I can tweet it out. I'm pretty sure they're playing pretty fast. Talked about a lot of these guys already, so I am scrolling, baby. Oh, here, Sheer Dog's all over this. EVR broke some hearts in mini last time here. <laughs> no, I'm not going back to DJ projected ownership. I've answered a lot of these questions already, so I'm skipping them. D- I have DJ at 23%, which puts him at about the second highest owned golfer on the slate. What was the salary of optimal last year's 3M Open? How do I want to show you this? This is... I'm going to just try something really quick. I'm going to try something, and then I'll do it another way. Mm. All right, I'm going to have to do it this way. I thought I tweeted it out, but I couldn't find it with a Twitter search. So here's what I could do. Let's go to the Holy Grail. Oh, I just misclicked. I'm such a bad clicker. Go back. Go to the fantasy scoring. Um, 3M open from 2020. Should only be one of them. Yep, that one. Sort by DraftKings scoring. So it probably would have looked like this. Quick math. Michael Thompson, Charles Schwartzel, Adam Long, Robbie Shelton. Holy crap. First of all, those four guys alone would have cost you 14 and 12 is 26. 26,900 for four guys. They would have been in combined 4.1% owned and would have all been in the optimal. And then you probably would have had 
Finau, and uh, yeah, Gr- Grillo. It would have been these first six guys. So it would have been Thompson, Schwartzel, Long, Shelton, Finau, Grillo. It would have been very cheap, and it would have scored a lot of points, and it would have been like a combined 30% ownership. Rick, I forgot to mention this to you, but I won 5K on a $5 entry at the Rocket Mortgage. That's awesome. He says, thanks for uh, or using your site slash videos. Thanks for all your help. Caleb, awesome, dude. Congrats. Any mid caps that we can get you to mention here and not on the power hour. So that's the sneaky thing with the power hour. Once we start talking about guys, everybody wants to go put bids in, which I understand. Um, I'll probably repeat it again tonight, but uh, I would look for list is going to be more popular than he should be. I would look at Gim, you know, ball striker. He's good from certain ranges. I would look at Lonto. Um, you know, I, I think, I think, the, the, the luster has worn off of Lonto, especially in the, in the jock market. It's all very sentiment based. So those would be two guys I'd be pretty interested in scale from one to 10. Any love for the Olympics? What about Olympic golf specifically? <laughs> okay. Olympic golf, 10, 10, anytime you get guys playing golf, it's a 10. Anytime they play, uh, for medals, it is a, a thousand. Okay, only three spots, it's a thousand. There should be a PGA tour event where they only pay out three spots. It'd be amazing. Secondly, Olympics in general, 7.5. Uh, I will watch a lot because the best part, it's on during the day. I'm sitting here, other TV. Oh, wow, what's going on? Fencing. Oh, what is this? Synchronized swimming? I could get into that. Like, yeah, that that's what's gonna happen, but really, no, no, seven and a half. Did you see that they announced Brisbane as uh 20? 32. So LA 2028. So Paris, LA, Brisbane. My wife's already like, can we go to Brisbane? Maybe. Oh boy. Am I running out of questions? Hold on. What time is it? Oh, I got time. Is Keegan a good pivot from Grillo? All right. I got time here. So I I was really, really optimistic about, about Keegan for like the last two months because what he was starting to do was laying the blueprint. Um, I'm not so sure that's the case anymore. So here's what he was doing. He fixed the putter, amazing stretch of six or seven events. And then it looks like he lost it again. Um, and it kind of makes sense, right? He was doing a lot of this, like back-to-back weeks, takes three weeks off. Can't find the putter at the travelers. Can't rekindle it at the rocket mortgage. I don't know what he did at the open championship because the strokes gain numbers don't exist. Um, but missed the cut there. And I'm like, dang, maybe he just lost this putter. So I'm not sure he is a good pivot anymore. So if you want to pivot off Grillo, play Cam Davis. Cam Davis might be a lot better than we think he is. And this might be a pretty good setup for him. Ricky G, have you tweaked your model since your DFS preview? Yes, uh, but I did it like 20 minutes ago. So you have to rewind. It has rained once in the last two weeks in Minnesota. I have also heard that. Uh, There was an interview with the superintendent and basically they can have this. I mean, depending on how much water they put on it, uh, they can have this play as firm as they want because they, it is, there's like no water there. uh, No rain there. It's super dry. Mito or Shank? I might be, I might have a blind spot here, but it's got to be Mito, right? Like, you want a guy who can potentially win? 
I think it's got to be Mito. Any love for Vijegas? So Vijegas comes up um, when you start doing like T to green stuff. Vijegas comes up. He's like the fourth best player. He's like the fourth best T to green player in the $6,000 range. If that's worth it to you, uh, go for it. Are we going with the going all in with the 0.1% owned James Hunt? Let me tell you a little story about James Hunt. It must have been February or March, Phoenix Open. I open up my, it's Sunday afternoon. Open up my William Hill mobile app. Shouts to William Hill. RickRungood.com slash bets. And I just heard my wife laugh from another room. That was so loud. Um, and I'm looking through the option. I'm like, I'm going to bet James Hahn. Let's see what his number is live here. James Hahn's not available. Like what? James Hahn's not available? This is strange. I see the field. 150 to 1. <gasps> William Hill has made a mistake. They, they have not included James Hunt. They've made a mistake. It's 151. Smash, 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 smash. Every time I smash it, the number comes down, number comes down. They figure it out. As James Hunt takes the lead after not, he is turning to number 10 with a three-shot lead. The field is now a favorite. It's like minus 200. I've got like a lot of money down on this, like a five-figure payday coming out on my 150 to one shot. And James Hahn completely melts down implodes. So no, I will not be playing James Hahn. Thoughts on a good, Ooh. oh, a con- uh, sorry. Contrarian 10K stack. DJ Reed, DJ Louie, Reed, Louie. DJ Reed would be fine, I think. I'm worried about Louie. I don't know why. I just don't want to pay that much for Louie. I'd rather pay that much for DJ and I'd rather pay that much for Reed. This seems, oh, John says, this seems like a six day a week grind for all your golf related jobs for 44 to 46 weeks a year. Correct, John. When do you take a vacation? November to December? Yeah. So there's um, this year. So we don't have the schedule yet, but I think I figured it out. So this year there's one week off in September after, I think it's after Ryder Cup and before what used to be called the Safeway. Now it's called something weird like Fortinet Open, which is also my birthday. So we're going away that week. And then also there's probably going to be three weeks from Mayakoba, I think is the last event to, or no after. Yeah. So Mayakoba then QBE, which there won't be any coverage for because it's silly. And then, um, there's like three weeks until the, uh, tournament champions. So that's when we'll go away. Luke list doing better due to ball striking. Yeah. So, uh, he's been a ball striking fiend, I believe. Let's look this up. Yeah, look at this. 10 strokes ball striking, six strokes ball striking the last two. Actually, the thing that's that's really improved is the putter. If he's gonna play a, if he's gonna play three event stretches as a zero putter, that's really a really great sign. Because look look at the three events before this. He lost like 11 strokes. Uh, and that's normally where he's hemorrhaging strokes on the green. So I'm actually more concerned about this right here. If he can play anywhere close to a zero, uh, he becomes pretty interesting. What are we doing with Wolf? I've literally no idea. I'm not going to play him. I think that uh, I think the opportunity was at the U.S. Open when he was like 225 to one, and uh, odds makers um, I think got a little bit a little bit nervy. So 
I don't think we're going to like now, now, now odds makers are just like, Hey, we're not going to get burnt on this. And because they list them at 33 to one or 35 to one, uh, you know, DraftKings has to, has to put them at $9,700. I, I just don't think it's right. I'm not going to go there. Marry one night stand or murder. Oh, the three M's. That's not what that means, right? Minnesota mining and manufacturing. This is so random. Um, but I will try. That is not what the 3M stands for, right? I guess maybe it is. All right, how about this? I can't, can I, if I kill Minnesota, does everyone die? Or just like the state doesn't exist anymore? Um, I think, I think, do I kill mining? Is it, I mean, that's, I thought mine, I thought mining was being phased out anyway for different types of energy, like coal mining. Is that what we're talking about? Also manufacturing probably can't get rid of that. So I'd probably, um, marry manufacturing. And then I would have a wild one night stand with Minnesota, which whatever in the world that means. What is the most underrated and overrated DFS stat? That either doesn't give enough credit for. Okay. Um, underrated stat. Okay, overrated stat. Let's do that. Um, Anything that is kind of bucket oriented. I actually did a video on this a couple of months ago. The best and worst PGA Tour stats. So the worst stats are the bucket ones, right? Uh, Proximity from 175 to 200. 150 to 175. Does a guy, what happens if a guy's number one uh, from 50 to 175 and it's like 177 yards? Does he forget how to hit that shot now because he's two yards further? Uh, I doubt that. Also, we don't even know what number the guy's trying to hit. Also, it's silly. Um, same thing goes for like, oh, uh, this guy's the best player in the world on par fours from 400 to 450 yards. Same thing. Can he not play a 452 yard par four? Is that not existent? Uh, best stats. Anything strokes gain related. Uh, ball striking, which would be approach plus off the tee. Usually pretty predictive. Usually pretty good. Um, there's a couple other like good drive percentage is like a, a sneaky good one for weeks where everyone's playing from the same areas or where like really tree lined fairways. It's a sneaky good one there. So there you go. Have you brought up Bronson Burgoon? We went a year without a Bronson Burgoon question and we got two in the same chat. Yes. Libiota top 10, Pat P top 20. Sure, man. Go for it. Any guys in the 6K range you have warmed up on at all? Uh, Wes Roach was certainly one of them. Let's see. I don't know if I've warmed on any of these guys. Norman got in the field, but I don't know if I've if I've warmed on any of them. So probably not. I'm at, the, I'm at like basically the end of questions. Oh boy. How much do you think you've won over the years on DFS? Oh, my wife's listening. So let's not do that. Um, I don't even know. You, you guys know, I do not play professionally. I play only in things that I can max. I play a very volatile strategy. It is good for a couple of wins, uh, here and there. And then I give most of it back and then I win something and I give most of it back and then I win something. And I give most of it back and I win something. I have no idea. I'd have to go pull the numbers for it. All right. We got like five minutes to go or should we just get out of here? 
I'm torn between stacking the low nines and the high eights. What strategy seems the best ooh, to work best on birdie fests? I'm not sure that's connected, but stacking the low nines and the upper eights. Give me the low nines because that gives you great. Like if I could throw Tringali in there, Grillo, Davis, Bubba, McIntyre, that's pretty strong compared to Fowler, Keegan, Sink, Kazire, Herbert. I like Kazire and Herbert, but man, that's, I think I got to go with the nines. My wife went with uh, Norman Zhang because she knows what's up. All right, that's all. That's it. That's it. We're going to do it. We're going to call it. The, the live chat for the 3M Open is complete. Hit the like button on your way out. Join us 8.15 p.m. Eastern time tonight. Jock Market Power Hour. Go pet your dog. Later.